Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of All Things Football. We are super stoked to keep bringing you some content. Chase, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. We're finally almost into the summer. Here in Iowa, it was like 90-some degrees today, so it's hot out, which means we're getting getting there, right? Once it starts getting hot, it'll start getting cool again, and then football time. So, And then football. we got OTAs starting back up here now with a couple teams getting started. So football is... We're getting slowly but surely. We're getting sure, there yeah. too to when it to when it all counts. But in the meantime, we got a good show for you here today. We're gonna keep wrapping up some of the schedule, right? So um, the schedule release was a couple weeks ago. Uh, if you caught our episode last week, we kind of broke it down. This week, we want to get a little bit more in depth. We're gonna predict each team's first loss, as well as give you our best matchups week by week, weeks one through eighteen. And talk about highlights specifically the holiday games for Thanksgiving and Christmas. You guys are good matchups there. So let's go ahead and get started here on All Things Football. Okay, but first and foremost, we do have some news, some breaking news that has happened this week here in the NFL that we need to get to. So first off, might be the most important news is the NFL has announced the location of the 2025 NFL Draft. Chase, where would that location be? It is in Titletown, USA, Green Bay, Wisconsin. The draft is coming to the Packers. I can only I can only imagine what it's going to be like. The Chiefs just threw an amazing one and maybe maybe the Packers do what the Chiefs did. 2024 Super Bowl, 2025 draft. Let's go. There we go. go. There we go. Speaking of Super Bowls, it now has been announced that Super Bowl 60 is in San Francisco. The last time they held the Super Bowl there was Super Bowl 50 with Peyton Manning's final game of his career, getting that W over the Panthers. I would like to petition the NFL to get rid of the Roman numerals and go back to just straight numbers because I had no idea what LX meant. I had to Google it. Turns out it's 60. Yeah. Yeah, it's get, it's getting pretty wild with the uh the whole you know, we're the adding numerals and it's getting a little long. You know, it's it's fine to get into just the 60, 61. No what, one says Super Bowl LX, you know. What what happened to the we have numbers for a reason. <laughs> why did we why are we using letters? It doesn't yeah. make sense, but anyway. It's like, I Freshman year algebra. It's it just does. It's like teaching cursive. Like why? <laughs> why? Just some things do not need to exist in the world anymore. Roman noodles or noodles. Roman numerals. <laughs> you're out of here. All right. Some bigger news here is some NFL rule changes. Okay. Yes. So one is the NFL owners have now approved the three quarterback rule. Um, it was the rule here that allows to keep a third quarterback on the roster in case of emergency situations, right? We're talking about what happened at the NFC Championship game with the 49ers when all their quarterbacks died and they didn't have a quarterback to finish the game. What are your, what, I know we had kind of talked about that when it was kind of going around, Chase, but just up here, just your quick thoughts on that. Yeah, I think we both, you know, it it is what it is. We kind of knew it was happening after... Uh, something of that caliber happened on that important of a game with that many people watching the NFL had to do something about it. I think this is more of a, 
we're going to do it, but it's not going to matter. That's a very strange situation. And like we talked about past, you know, how well is the third string quarterback going to do over what the 49ers put out there? I mean, he'll at least be able to throw the ball maybe a little bit more accurately than Christian McCaffrey, but it's not a huge, you know, it's not going to change the way football's played or anything like that. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's I think it's pretty meaningful, and I think they're just doing something to say they're doing something, right? It's yeah. it's not a situation I think we would probably ever see again happen. Super rare, but that, that doesn't hurt anything, right? Yeah. Unlike this next rule, and that is the new kickoff rule. Now, the good news is it's just on a one-year trial. The bad news is, is that now all fair catches and touchbacks come out to the 25 yard line on all kickoffs. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that one here, Chase? Uh, you know, there's two ways to look at it. The way, you know, the way to look at it right now is, you know, you lose, you lose field position, you know, you pin them on the one yard line, they fair catch that it's going to the 25 anyway, right? Field position's very important in the NFL. The other way to look at it is we're just one step away from getting rid of kickers and punters, which I'm all for. So, you know, there's there, there there's two sides of this. If they just leave this forever, it'd be kind of sucky. But if they're evolu- evolutionizing the game of football to put more action on the field and get rid of kickers and punters, I'm for that. Sorry, Pat McAfee. <laughs> I mean, I, I, uh, I, I just don't like this. I hate the idea of just, fair catching it like i touch back i get it you're getting to the end zone you know touch back i get it but you're just fair catching it like if you're catching the ball at the <laughs> yeah. one you can just fair catch it and get it to 25 like I, I i don't like that like if we're going to have the kickoff this is this is my thing like if we're going to have a kickoff it needs to be able to play the field position because that's the whole point of special teams is field position so if yes. we're going to do this where you just get at the 20 like literally every single play just go to the 25 automatically you don't have to do anything it doesn't yeah. matter it doesn't matter how the kick is kicked, you fair catch it, boom, at the 25 yard line. So at that point, we're literally just getting rid of kickoffs. Like this is literally like we're kicking the ball off, but it's essentially getting rid of the kickoff because that option is there every single time. Now, obviously the player has a chance to run it back. You know, even if they catch it, whatever, that's still there, but it's still, it just eliminates, it's pretty much just eliminating the kickoff. So I'm with you. Like if you want to get rid of the kickoff, like that's fine, but just get rid of it, right? Save time to where, um, like maybe, maybe just do like a kickoff to start each half, right? Because the kickoff, like kickoff is, is part of football, right? You have the kickoff, like what are you going to call it whenever it's not kickoff? Like, oh, kickoff yeah. is at two. It's like uh, kicks, the game starts at two, I guess. I mean, I don't know. And so kickoff is still part of football. So to keep it traditionally, if you want to get rid of it like, completely, I'm okay with it. But at least keep kind of like tradition wise where you maybe you start off like each half. Like there's different ways they can go about yeah. it. I'm just I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of the fair catch. I'm I'm just not. If you're gonna yeah. kick the ball, it should be to play field position. And I just I just don't like that idea. But it's on a one year trial. We'll see what happens. But um I don't know. This I I'm not really too into the whole fair catch thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's also destroying, you know, college kids. There's a lot of wide receivers and cornerbacks that get drafted just to return kicks and punts. And now, you know, they're going to be looked at last, like Charlie Jones, you know, he's going to get most of his touches this year from kickoffs now. And now is he just going to fair, have to fair catch everyone because that's how, you, you know, field positions played. I mean, it just hurts the game more than it helps it, I think. Yep. I'm with you. I'm with you. Another one is, is that the owners now have approved to flex Thursday night football games. Um, now, there are some caveats to it. 
Um, the caveats are that it's only weeks 13 through 17, and it has to be 28 days in advance. So this was my thing, right? Going into it, I was like, how are you going to flex? Like, are you going to flex that on a Sunday? Or like, like, when would you like, when would you flex yeah. it? So I'm glad they threw in because that was my whole hesitancy over. It. But if it's 28 days in advance, that's the whole month in advance. Like, that's not big yes. of a deal to flex it when yeah. you have four weeks in advance to know that. So, I mean, I'm, yeah, I, I'm not as concerned about it as I was. If we look at it here, like I said, so it's week 13 through 17. So there's only um, five games here that could be affected. Um, so it's week 13 is Seattle, Dallas. Then there's New England at Pittsburgh. LA Chargers at Vegas, New Orleans at Rams, and Jets at Cleveland. So those are the only games that could be affected. Obviously, you know, other team, you know, other games that are getting flexed into the spot. Yeah. So none of those games scream like must-see games to me anyway. Maybe the Seattle at Dallas could be good. Um, but so even if any of them got flexed out, I wouldn't be too upset about it. But I, I, I like the idea because I think the league knows the that Thursday night football has sucked. And so they're trying to get it to where, because they've been able to flex Monday, they've been able to flex Sunday, right? And they've seen that that worked. They're able to get better games on for primetime. And they haven't been able to do that for Thursday, obviously due to the fact that it's such a short week. I get that. But I like this idea because it's going to be able to give us not crappy games on Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's the idea, right? We were talking when we last week, we talked about the schedule. Flex more of them, right? If the game sucks, get it out of there, right? You know, we talked about there's the game where Jacob Easton was going up against like Jacoby Persad or something for the Seattle Indy when uh, Andrew Luck retired and Russell Wilson got hurt. Like no one wants to watch those two quarterbacks go up against each other. So this is the start in the right direction. I mean, I've got a random idea. Let's just put good games on there anyway, right? But, you know, but you know, that's too hard. So <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's hard because you know, there's, there's so there's, you know, two other options for prime time, right? There's Sunday and Monday. Yeah. And so most of the time, the better teams will get on a Sunday or Monday, not necessarily Thursday. And so Thursday just kind of gets the, the kind of like the leftover games, I would say. And so it's, it's tough, but uh, I mean, you can't nail every single one, right. With, you know, with exactly. what, you exactly. know, the 200 or some, you know, the, whatever it is, the amount of prime time games that you're going to have, um, but I love the idea to flex it out and it's a month in advance. Right. So, mm -hmm. so it's not like, you know, a turnaround of like a week or two weeks, it's a whole month in advance. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. And it's only for five weeks too. So it may not even happen to that's the other thing is like, it may not even happen. It just gives them the ability yeah. to. So I think everybody just kind of needs to take a chill pill when it comes to this. And it's, it's, it, I wouldn't really anticipate maybe any of these matches being flexed. Like, honestly, I think, um, I think they're all okay enough matchups to where they probably won't be flexed and it will only depend probably about week 16 or 17 if any of those teams are actually in the playoff hunt or not because by then you have a pretty good idea if you're going to be able to make the playoffs or not so if they're not and there's going to be another two teams fighting for it those will probably get flexed into it so but I think it's just uh just just take a chill bill I don't think it's as bad as some people are making it out to be. Yeah, and I think isn't there a rule Thursday nights anyway? You can't a team can't have more than like two or three Thursdays. So it's not like a team's going to be playing three Thursday night football games, right? Yeah. So, so it was yeah. So it was one. You could only have one Thursday night game, and now they've changed it to two yeah. due to so, the due to the the ability, due to the flex, right? So you could yeah. have two, you know, games. Which yeah, 
isn't the I worst mean, thing. It's not the I worst. It's not, obviously not the best. I would, I think no. you know just one Thursday game is enough. But um, it, it's it's what the fans what the fans want to watch good football, and that's yes. you know that might be the price to pay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And oh, Jeff Bezos and Amazon is paying an arm and a leg for it. He's going to demand good games here pretty soon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And they and they they should give us good games on prime time anyway. So, mm-hmm. yep. So, all righty. Well, let's go ahead and move on here to our predictions. We're going to try to gaze into the future open up and look into our crystal ball to predict each team's first loss. Now, this is obviously not going to be easy. We may get them right. We may get them wrong. We'll find out in hundreds of days, right? When the season starts, but it's still fun to kind of look at kind of what our expectations are and have fun and predicting when those first losses are going to be. So we got this breakdown here for you. We're just going to go division by division. Okay. And so uh, if you got your notes and stuff pulled up, we'll go ahead and start with the AFC North. So Chase, give me your AFC North teams, their first losses. Perfect. AFC North. All right. I've got Cincinnati. Their first loss is going to be week eight at the 49ers. They're going to start off hot and then get bounced week eight at the 49ers. Then we've got Cleveland. I think, I think their first loss is going to be week one versus the Bengals. We've got the Pittsburgh Steelers coming up week one against the 49ers. And then to finish it out, you have Baltimore, right? The Ravens. And I think their first loss will be week two versus the Cincinnati Bengals. All righty. So I went some different routes here. So let me give you mine. So I've got Bengals first loss week one at Cleveland. Okay. And so for two reasons, right? This is not Bengals hate. This is Bengals always seem to start off slow. And Joe Burrow is one in four against the Browns in his career. Yes, he's not. very good. So he is for whatever reason, right? He's just that just does not play well against the Browns. So the fact that this is week one in Cleveland, just due to all of that is why I'm predicting that to be the first loss. And then for the Ravens, I've got them losing week five at the Steelers. Um, the Steelers, I'm a little bit higher on the Steelers. I think this upcoming year than most people are, but they, they always steal a game. Even when they've been bad recently, they always steal a game. They shouldn't right last year. It was beating the Bucks. You know, a year before it was, you know, I'm not for sure. I don't remember who it was, but they just always steal a game that they shouldn't. And so I, I think they're going to, they got to steal a game. And so I think this is the game they're going to steal. I don't think people sure. are going to expect them to win, but I like them to steal this game. Um, for the Cleveland Browns, I got um, week two at the Steelers. They're going to come off a big win to start the season against the Bengals, but then go to Pittsburgh in prime time. And I think it's going to be too much. I'm just, I'm not high on the Browns. And um, I think, you know, they get the week one just due to that matchup. But um, week two against the Steelers in prime time, they, they get their first loss. And then the Steelers is week one versus the 49ers. Same as you. 49ers are going to come in there and smoke them, and uh, that'll be their first loss. All right. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and go to the AFC East with the Bills, Jets, Dolphins, and Pats. Take it away. Yes. All right. So I've got Buffalo 
Uh, their first loss, week five, the London game against the Jaguars. I've got Miami's first loss, week two, or I'm sorry, week four against the Buffalo Bills at Buffalo. I think that will be Miami's first loss. I've got the New England Patriots losing week one against the loser of the Super Bowl and the Philadelphia Eagles. And finally, the New York Jets. I have week one against the Bills. Just because we've talked about it, I think I've come around to the, you know, maybe the Jets start a couple, a little slow. I think the Jets are a better, better team than the Bills. I really do. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers has historically been recently pretty bad on week ones. I know firsthand being a Packer fan. So, and Josh Allen has been historically really good on week one. So I think that might be the Jets' first loss. Uh, I'm with you there on I'm, – I'm with you there on Jets' week one versus Bills. Same – literally same exact wording that you had. That reasoning was my exact reasoning. So I'm with you 100% there. Um, for the Patriots, same week one versus Eagles. You know, it's going to be Tom Brady's retirement party. But um, that, that's that's going to hype the crowd up. But it's not going to be enough for the Patriots <laughs> to compete against the Eagles. No. So – um, the Dolphins, I had them losing week seven um, at Eagles. Uh, I think it'll be a fun matchup, but it's going to be the Eagles in prime time at home. Got to take the Eagles in that one. And then the Bills is actually going to be week four versus the Dolphins. So, I mean, okay. the Bills the, the Bills have struggled to beat the Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins almost beat them with Skylar Thompson in the playoffs this past year. So you, you can't tell me that, the, Bill, that the, 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 the Dolphins can't compete against the Bills. And it's going to be this game, whereas the Bills would have liked this to be later in the season at home against Miami. But instead, it's week four. The weather's going to be perfect. If Tua's healthy, Tyreek, Jalen Waddle can feast there. And I just, uh, I like the Dolphins in the matchup as right now. So I like the Dolphins D better than the Bills right now. And so I'm, I'm going to sure. take the, the Bills to take that L week four versus the Dolphins. Yep, yep I understand that. All righty. Let's do the AFC South. Chase, what do you got? AFC South. Jacksonville's up first, and I've got their first loss week two against the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it's going to be a good game, but I don't think Trevor Lawrence is – I don't think that – well, nothing about Trevor. I don't think the Jacksonville Jaguars are up there against them yet. And then I've got Indy week one against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars, even when the Colts were good, they always beat them. And now that's reversed where the Colts are going to have a little bit of a down year, but I think it will be a fun game to watch. And then Houston, I've got week one against the Ravens. Houston's schedule is pretty brutal, honestly, when you look at it. And uh, I don't expect them, even with CJ and Will Anderson coming, I don't expect them to be a very good team. Then I've got Tennessee. And Tennessee's first loss is going to be week one against the Saints. I think I am really, really low on the Titans compared to everyone else. I think the Titans might be a bottom team in the NFL this year. I kid you not, I literally have the exact same thing. Okay. Um, literally the exact same thing and for all the same reasons that you have. Um, I, I'm nice. with you on, on being, I'm with you. I'm with, well, at least when it comes to AFC South. <laughs> um, yeah. But that's just, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. So don't need to, don't need to add much to that. I, I agree hundred percent. So let's go to the AFC West. AFC West. We'll start with the reigning Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. I think their first loss comes a week four at the hands of Aaron Rodgers. It's a Sunday night game. They get Aaron Rodgers plays really good Sunday night games. I'm betting all my chips on him. I finally want to see this matchup. I'm, that's what I'm rolling with. Then I've got the Chargers. And the Chargers, I think their first loss comes week one against the Dolphins. I think the 
uh, Las Vegas Raiders loss comes week one against the Broncos. I'm not too high on the Broncos, but that defense is crazy good. They just keep adding talent, and I don't think Jimmy G is going to be the answer to beat that Broncos defense. And then we finish up with the Broncos, and I have them losing week three against the Dolphins. Okay, again, pretty similar here. Uh, same with the Raiders. I think week one versus the Broncos for, for the same reason. Um, and the Broncos, I've got week three versus the Dolphins. The Chargers, I had them losing week one versus the Dolphins. What I really like about the schedule makers, though, giving us this game is is Chargers and Dolphins are historically teams that have bad injuries. So if this was going to be at you know midseason or later year, both teams probably not at 100%. But the fact that it's week one, both teams are at 100% so we can get you know, that full game at 100%, I think is fantastic. So good job, schedule makers, on scheduling this one. I think Herbert is the better quarterback, but I think the Dolphins are the better team. Um, and so uh, I think that the Dolphins will, will win that one. And then the Chiefs, this, this might get me in some hot water with some Chiefs fans. Um, this is a take. It's going to be week eight at Denver. Ooh. Now, this is the Broncos haven't beat the Chiefs since 2015. It has been almost a decade. It's freaking insane. Almost a decade. With the re- recent release of their kicker, there is now no active player on the Broncos team that have beat the Chiefs as a Bronco. None. That is how long the Chiefs have dominated the Broncos. When is that going to end? It's got to end at some point, right? And is this going to be the year? I don't know. But I just look at when this game is. We have three divisional games right in a row where we play Denver. Then we play Chargers. And then we have to play Denver again. So I just don't know if the fact is that we have these three divisional games back to back to back like that, if that's going to, if that's going to maybe some affected things. And I, I'm just waiting just because it'll be my luck that it's Sean Payton's here. They're going to get one win, at least maybe one win against the chiefs. I doubt they sweep the chiefs. I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised even if they win, but, um, and then it's going to be the, Oh, Sean Payton is the savior of the Broncos. That's going to be that whole narrative. And it's just going to be so freaking annoying. So it'll probably happen. So that's kind of my, maybe my hot take, right? I don't know. Another thing is those, the Broncos always play the chiefs to the wire. Like the chiefs never just blow them out. The, the fact that, that they've won all those games is really crazy because they're all been very close games where (laughs) Mahomes has had to have miraculous comebacks in the fourth quarter. And they, the chiefs would just play the Broncos really close because they decide to suck it up and then pull it out in the end. Right. So as long as we're winning, it's great, but um, it's, it's not like the not like that we have just completely blown them out every single game. So yeah, the opportunity is definitely there. We'll, We'll see what happens, but it's one of those things where it's just like it's got to happen eventually. Is it going to happen this year? We'll see. Yeah. No, I I agree. Not a bad take. Well, that wraps up the AFC predictions here. Let's go to the NFC predictions. And so we'll start it off right with the NFC North. NFC North. All right. So we've got Minnesota we're going to start with. And Minnesota's first loss is going to be week two versus the Eagles. They blew them out last year. They're going to blow them out again this year. You know, Kirk Cousins doesn't play well against good teams. 
it's just, it's a recipe for disaster for Minnesota and they know it. So then we can go up to Chicago and their first loss is going to come week one against the Green Bay Packers. The Bears, you know, the, Aaron Rodgers owned the Packers and I think he's just going to pass that ownership down to Jordan Love, right? He as bad as the Bears are, or bad as the Packers might be this season, the Bears are still worse. So that brings us to the Green Bay Packers. And I think our first loss is going to be week seven against the Broncos. Seems really late, but we also have a very early bye week. So that's really only five games, five games against easier opponents and favorable matchups. And then you get to Detroit. I think their first loss, they've got the worst draw of the schedule. They've got to play the reigning Super Bowl champions week one. That's an L for them. Nice, nice. So I've got the Vikings week two at the Eagles as well. Rematch of last year, same result. Vikings are, are frauds. Yes, um, yes. Um, Lions, obviously week one at the Chiefs. I love this game for a kickoff, but um, the Lions just, I mean, to go in there, especially when they drop that Super Bowl banner, primetime in Arrowhead, that's just a tough ask for any team, right? Tough ask yeah. for any team. And the Lions are in the up and up. I just, uh, I don't want to overlook them, but um, I just um, it's a, it's a tough one for the Lions. Yeah. Um, Bears, I've got losing week three at the Chiefs. Oh no! I think the Bears are going to start off on a hot win streak, and it's going to be kind of the talk of the league for a while. Then the Chiefs are going to shut them up, um, which means that the Packers take the L week one against week the Bears. One. Um, this might be my, my hot take of the year, um, because I think the Packers are still going to be good with love, but the ownership of the bears, I think is over. Um, that's not to say they'll get swept. I think they'll probably split it one and one. Um, but, um, I think the bears are going to be not great, but sneaky good. A couple of games here and might surprise some people. And, um, I mean, the Packers are a well-coached team, right? The, Matt LaFleur is going to have them ready. I'm not yes. worried about them, but it's just one of those things where like the bears were sneaky. Good. I mean, they beat the 49ers week one last year. And I didn't see that coming. So they have, True. they have kind of that, that sneakiest in them where they can kind of sneak up on you. Yeah. And um, so I'm taking them to, to one week one against the Packers. Yeah. I'm, I'm not mad about that. I don't think it'll happen, but I'm not mad about that. You know, and the. All righty. NFC East. I almost said least out of habit, but it's not the least anymore. The <laughs> NFC the East. All right. We'll just start with Washington for some reason. The commander's first loss will be week two against the Broncos. I don't think Washington's going to be a very great team. And uh, they've got to play that that really good defense with a PS2 leading the way. Then we're going to go to the New York Giants. And I think their first loss is going to be week one against the Cowboys on Sunday night football. Speaking of the Cowboys, I think their first loss is going to be week two against it's in the Cowboys stadium. Aaron Rodgers has never, never lost a game in AT&T. He actually even won the Super Bowl in that stadium. He's not going to come in there now and drop a game. And then that leaves us with the Super, with the NFC winners, champions, and that their first loss will be week since six against Aaron Rodgers led Jets. Interesting. Okay. So I've got um, Giants, um, same week one versus Cowboys. Uh, I think the Giants are also frauds. Uh, Cowboys, same thing. I've got week two versus the Jets. 
Um, this is my literally my notes here. Um, I want to read it because you'll like it. Um, Jets defense stacks up really well against the Cowboys, so no matter if Jets get off to a slow start, I think they win this game. Plus, we all know Rogers' history at Jerry World. Yes, yes. That's right there, right in my notes, baby. I'm right with there. you. Um, the Redskins uh, or the Blues, what are they? The Commanders. <laughs> Did you see that they might actually have to change their name again because some like copyright I've seen that. issue? Yeah, yeah. Who uh, doesn't get a, a trademark for a national football team? I don't know. Anyway, the team that resides in the Washington D.C. area, um, week two at Denver. It's weird. I mean, out of I mean, they're not much to talk about. I don't know anybody talking about the Commanders. Like the only reason they were being talked about was that brief time when Eric Bieniemy was hired as their offensive coordinator, and so they were in that kind of news cycle. Other than that, I haven't heard them mentioned by anybody anywhere no. at all. Like I'm not even sure if they're actually an actual NFL team right now. <laughs> um, so I have no idea what to expect from them, yeah. but I don't expect them to be good. No. And then the Eagles, I've got them going on another hot streak there, but losing that Super Bowl rematch week 11 at Kansas oh, City. Wow. Um, so we'll, we'll see if they have a Super Bowl hangover, um, but they, they kept a lot of the core pieces. They've added another, some additional pieces. I like that, like what they did in the draft and this offseason so far, they don't play too many competitive teams. I mean, they have the Jets, Cowboys, and Dolphins within the first 10 weeks. So definitely definitely losable games, uh, but definitely winnable games as well. So um, and I think they'll be favored in all three of those. So I, w- I would take sure. them there. But I think, you know, this going up to the Chiefs, uh, just because it's at Kansas City. If, it was, if yeah. it was in Philly, I think I would probably say Eagles would win that one. But because it's at Kansas City, uh, you know, not all of Arrowhead obviously was able to go to that Super Bowl game in Arizona. Yeah just not feasible and so this is going to be it's going to be the super bowl the mid-season super bowl is going to be that game um monday night at kansas city is going to be electric and it's i just um crazy the i mean the eagles can do it we saw them do it uh, but it's just i i just got to go with the chiefs on that one yeah yeah no i i understand that very very all righty let's do the NFC South. NFC South. So starting with Tampa Bay, I think their first loss comes week one against the Minnesota Vikings. Moving to Carolina, I think their first loss is week one against the Atlanta Falcons. I'm a little bit higher on the Falcons than a lot of teams. I actually think I might pick them to win this division, even though they made some weird choices in the draft. And Rookie quarterbacks in the first start of this of their rookie season tend not to do so well in wins. Now they do pretty well, you know, in stats and stuff, but it doesn't equal wins until about their halfway through of their rookie season sophomore year. So I think Bryce Young, you know, he's better than Desmond Riddler. And I like the the Carolina roster around him. I just think it's too much to overcome. And then I've speaking of Atlanta, I think their first loss comes week two against the Green Bay Packers. And then finishing out, why can't I remember? Oh, the Saints. Finishing out with the Saints, I've got, where is Saints? I can't even think. Oh, week three against the Green Bay Packers. So both of those two teams lose to Jordan Love's led Green Bay Packers. Feeling the love in the NFC South. Yes. What are the odds that the NFC South and the AFC South are both the respective worst divisions in the, in the, in the, in the league? Kind of weird how that worked out. Yeah, um, yeah that is. The South will rise again. 
<laughs> oh, great. We just got canceled. I didn't mean it like yeah. that. Anyway, <laughs> the, um, the New Orleans Saints, um, week three at Packers, I agree with you. I don't think the Saints are going to be good enough to, to win here. Um, I don't mind necessarily the Saints, but um, I just I don't think they'll be good enough to go into Lambeau Field. Um, Buccaneers, same thing, losing week one against the Vikings. Um, Falcons, week one versus Panthers. They're going to take the L. Yeah. This is something I debated back and forth as well. Um, I just – I think Bryce is the real deal, dude. I just – I just I feel so confident in him as as a as a quarterback in this league that it, week one's not going to phase him. He's going to be able to go in, and the Falcons did not get better on defense. They did not get better on defense, and so yeah. having the whole offseason to prepare, I love the supporting cast around Bryce and just who he is as a player, who he is as a quarterback. I think he's just going to go out there and wow us all, and then many people are going to be surprised, but not me because I'm calling it now. Bryce freaking young will get the win in week one. And he's going to put the league on notice. Notice. Heard it here. It could happen. And then um, Panthers, then they'll take the loss week two versus the saints. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, and, and that is just because I think that I think the saints have the best defense in that division. And so um, I think, you know, as much as I love Bryce, I think obviously there will be growing pains. Um, and so I think that the Saints defense will, will probably give him some fits there as he's trying to still get acclimated to the league. Uh, Falcons won't be a problem, but Saints uh, might be a little bit of a problem. I think that'll be a close one, but uh, Panthers will get their first loss in week two. I could see that. I could very much see that. Like I said, I think I'm just a little bit higher on the Falcons than everyone. I think the Falcons might be a sneaky 10-win team. So. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. I mean, they were they didn't really get blown out too much last year. I mean, that whole no. that whole division that was in it at the very end, like the last yes. three games of the season, it was anybody's game. So, yeah, um, yeah. So, I mean, it, it yeah. could definitely happen. Wild division, um, especially because they're paid up. They're paired up against the AFC South, right? That's the that's yeah. the division pair up. So, I mean, it's yeah, I believe so. It's it's right there. You got you got <laughs> yeah, bad on bad. Like, who's going to be the worst out of the two? Right. Um, got to be someone. Uh, let's go to the NFC West. So we're going out west. What you got? Yeah. So I'm going to start with Arizona, who I think is going to be the worst team in football this year with no Kyler Murray, all of the dysfunction. Even they couldn't even roll out their jerseys, right? Right. They just rolled out jerseys that they just kind of painted with one color, you know, whatever. But I think they're lose week one to the commanders. Then we're rolling with San Francisco, who I think is on the other end of that. I think San Francisco might be one of the better teams. And I think their first loss comes week 10 versus the Jags. I, I just, I'm, I'm like Trevor Lawrence. I think the Jags give them uh, a little trouble, both sides of the ball. They run that, Jags run that heavy bear uh, defensive front where they have like eight guys in the box that, and that will limit the run game for Christian McCaffrey and maybe Trey Lance. I think he'd be the starter. So I think that's the, the loss I have there. Go Seattle. I think Seattle's on the up and up, but I think they're not up enough to beat the Bengals week six. And then finishing out with the LA Rams, I think they take the loss week one against the Seahawks. They are in misery for a couple of years now. They mortgaged everything for that one Super Bowl, and now it's time to pay for it. Yep. 
I agree. We'll stay there with the Rams. Um, week one versus the Seahawks. They just they do not have a defense. Okay, uh, Aaron Donald is not a defense. Okay, um, <laughs> they just they do not have a defense. Even with Stafford and Cup coming back healthy, uh, they just they they don't have a defense. They're gonna they're just gonna they're gonna struggle this season to win games. Um, the Seahawks. I've got the same thing. Week six at the Bengals. I mean, Seahawks are good. I'm really excited for them this season, but definitely not enough to contend against a, an actual Super Bowl contender in, in yeah. the Bengals. Um, the 49ers, um, I have them losing to the Bengals in Week 8. Uh, I think this is a potential Super Bowl matchup. And so in this case, give me the better quarterback. And we're not sure who's going to be the quarterback Week 8 for the 49ers, but I know Joe Burrow is on the other side. And I would take him over anybody else in the league minus Patrick Mahomes. So give me the give me the best quarterback in that matchup. And the Cardinals, yeah, week one versus the versus the Commanders. Um the Commanders fans will get lucky because they get this matchup week one so they can celebrate for a week before their season goes to crap. Um but Cardinals are just gonna start off in, in the crap hole again um this year with with losing week one and probably losing yeah. the rest of them. Yeah. It's hard to find a game they could win. Maybe against the Rams again. That that team's going to be pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't expect you know a uh, a team to to go un, undefeated and and losing. How would you say, how would you say yeah. you know to go zero and eighteen or you know zero and seventeen or whatever? I wouldn't expect a team to go winless, no. right? They'll at least be able to to win one you know one game or here. Um, it's just going to be tough. That's that would have to be a whole prediction segment on its own. It's predicting when the Cardinals get their first win. <laughs> um, maybe maybe we'll do that. But um, sorry, Cardinals fans, it's gonna be it's gonna be a rough year. It's gonna be rough. You got Kyler um, coming back next year, though. He's yeah, he'll, he'll come back. I just I wonder if Kyler, if he depending on when he's gonna be able to come back healthy, if he's just gonna just sit out the rest of the season. I mean, if they're already, I think I would. If, yeah. If there's no point, I just don't even know. If there's a, a point of him getting him out there, like get him fully healthy, give him a whole year off of football and then back in the saddle, you know, the following year to, to go after it. But I just don't know if you if you're Harrison. paying. Oh, that could be freaking wild, dude. Yes. That could be freaking wild. So. All righty. Well, that wraps up our predictions for which team gets the first loss. Let us know in the comments, your predictions of when these teams will, will get their first loss. Um, probably some hot takes that we had there. Some yeah. probably were dead on, not a lot of controversy, but let us know there, there in the comments. And now let's move on to the best game of each week. So brief little side note here, obviously as the weeks progress, these games can change, right? Teams that we think are going to be good might not be good, you know, maybe due to injuries or just not the team they should be or teams that we don't think are going to be good are actually going to be good, right? A lot of different things can happen here. And so this is just, you know, as of right now, based on what we think, a lot of it's based on what we know about the teams, especially coming from last year, that kind of go into these, okay? So we're going to kick off with week one, Chase. What is the best matchup here, week one of the NFL? All right. I picked the week one best matchup, Miami at – LA for the Dolphins Chargers get Justin Herbert to a Talavaloa who they they get paired up a lot drafted just picks apart I think Tua was 
I, Herbert was five, Tua was six, I believe, in that 2020 draft class. For some reason, Joe Burrow is untouchable. I mean, I understand it a little bit, but those are the guys that they kind of pair against them on that draft class, right? Those are the the rivals of that class. Who's better of that class between them two? So you're putting it week one, that Emmanuel Acho stuff that went around, you know, Justin Herbert's a, uh, what do you call him? Social, social media, media quarterback. Social media quarterback, yeah. Yeah, get, get, at, get him out of here. He don't know what he's talking about. Justin Herbert's the real deal. And I think that'll be the game to watch week one. I'm with you, bro. I've got Dolphins at Chargers. And the same thing that I mentioned before when I talked about, you know, the Chargers getting their first L is just the matchup here where two teams that are injury prone get in week one to kick it off. I honestly didn't think there was a very good matchups in week one. So it wasn't like super hard yeah. to pick this one, in my opinion. Um, but either way, this this would be the matchup. I think that it's going to be a phenomenal game and um, two really good teams going at it there to start to kick off the season. Um, let me give you my week two matchup here. Okay. Um, so my best matchup here is actually going to be the Seahawks at the Lions. Now this could have easily been Chiefs and Jags, um, but I'm just I'm really I'm really excited to see these two particular teams, Seahawks and Lions. I know what I'm getting with Chiefs. I know what I'm getting with the Jaguars. I'm not sure what I'm getting with the Seahawks and Lions. I have high expectations for both teams, right? And so I'm just excited to see, you know, them play together. This is going to be a potential playoff matchup. And, and so I'm just excited to see how this one will play out. I think both teams are going to be fun to watch. And so I'm excited to watch these, these teams play each other. Yeah, I, I understand that. That's kind of, okay, okay. I, th- I went with the, maybe the obvious one, but I went with Chiefs versus Jaguars because I think this is actually the, I think we'll look back in the AFC championship and see that this game's already been played week two. I think the Jags are on the up and up. The Chiefs, we know where they are. Trevor Lawrence is that guy. And I don't know. I don't think he'll get the victory, but I think he'll prove that he is in that conversation with those elite quarterbacks this game. I was very close between Aaron Rodgers playing down in Jerry World. That's going to be a heck of a game. But I think this one will actually have playoff implications. Like we'll see it later in the playoffs. So that's where I went with week two. Chiefs yeah, versus no. Jags. I, I mean, I agree. I think that could easily be be the best matchup there. What do you got for week three? All right, week three, I thought it was the worst week of football. I, I thought the matchups were really kind of bad. So I went with the best game to watch as a fan. I think it's going to be Falcons-Lions. I think they those teams have two of the best offenses and offensive play callers with Arthur Smith and Ben Jones. I think this score the score could easily be 45-54, something like that. Crazy. Not not great on defense, great offenses, see some superstar talent. So I think I think that's where I went with week three. I didn't think it was really a I thought this was the worst week. You know, this is a week that maybe if you you get get a cold and have to sleep through some of the games, this would be the week you'd want it. <laughs> I'm with you there. I really, in my notes, no good matchups this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just, I did the same thing of something that could be fun. I almost went Bears and Chiefs because I think that might be a fun one to watch, but I ended up going with Chargers at Vikings. Um, and it's because with this same thing, kind of where you were going is, I know with the Chargers and Vikings, I'm going to get a lot of offense. Mm-hmm. Um, both teams don't really have very good defenses. Both teams have very good offenses, and so I think this is going to be you know, basically the same reason you had for your matchup. I think this is it's going to be a high-scoring game um, where we're going to see – I think this is going to be the breakout Jordan Addison game, and he's just going to he's just going to go off on this game against the Chargers. But um, 
yeah, so that was, this is my matchup for week three. I think it's just going to be a, a lot of offense here for the Chargers and Vikings. Yeah. Yep. I, I, um, week four, I would assume we're in agreement here. I would assume so. Chiefs at Jets. Yes. Yes. Right. And Rodgers I mean, finally playing Pat Mahomes. I mean, it's, it, it's, you can, I mean, you can lock it in. This might be one of the best games of the season. We could get the game of the year here. Um, for me, honestly, it's just, will the Jets have it figured out by week four? And I think, yeah. I think by week four, I think, I think they do for the most part. Um, and I think that, you know, a big Sunday night in, in New Jersey, they haven't had a Sunday night football game in New Jersey in, I forget wow. what it was. It was something like 11 years, maybe. I mean, you can, you know, fact check me on that, but it's been a yeah. long time. And so the whole, those whole fans, like, it's going to be pumping, right? They're finally back to relevancy. Hopefully they'll be able to stay in relevancy, right? You know, yeah. and and they're with Rogers, and so I, that's that's going to be a great game, and uh, definitely the easiest pick there for Week Four. Yeah, yeah. Shout out the schedule makers for putting that Sunday night football right. I think that's the first one that we had that was even remotely close to Sunday night. I think two of these have actually been like twelve o'clock games that we've picked. So shout out for putting the best matchup on Sunday night football. Way to go! Way to go! All right, what you got for Week Five? And I'm going to shout out shout out them again because I think they did it again putting Sunday Night Football Week 5. The, them boys, the Cowboys at San Fran. Playoff matchups, those two two fan bases hate each other. There's a lot of history there. You know, Dak versus, you know, that, uh, that, that legendary photo of uh, Trent Williams pointing to the Cowboys fans, you know, that are crying that they lost. Just, just uh, a lot of, a lot of, a uh, lot of tension there. And I think that's going to, lead to a pretty good game. I agree. I think that's going to be a good game, especially obviously, you know, a, a rematch of the playoff, the divisional game last year, um, where the Cowboys last play was that weird <laughs> Zeke snap. Like, what were they? I don't even know what that was. So yeah. definitely going to be looking for redemption there. I went ahead and went with the Jaguars at Buffalo. Um, okay. I think that's going to be a fun matchup, right? To the top teams, in the AFC. It just, it's, it, it, I wanted to go with your matchup because this matchup is is the London game, so it's going to be super freaking early, and so it. Uh, but I still think it'll be a good matchup. The timing of it sucks, but I think it's going to be a good and fun matchup to watch. So I was definitely I was in between the two of those, and I just went with Jackson Buffalo because I think that might be slightly better um, to watch because I think the the Foreigners defense still might be too much for Dak Prescott and the, and them boys. Yeah, I, I almost put the Bills and Jags. I just didn't because of that pesky London time schedule, jet lag, all that. But I think that's the that's when we realize that the Jaguars are a better team than the Bills. I think this is the game. The Bills, find, the Jags finally get that code of, of actual playoff contenders, Super Bowl contenders maybe. And the Bills kind of lose that Super Bowl contender and just turn into playoff contenders. So yeah, you know, just... that, that is a game to watch. I'm so freaking excited for the Bills to at least lose these games because I'm tired of them being hyped up every freaking year to win, and then they never do. It's, the, never it's do. the weirdest thing. Like They're just like immune to criticism. It's just like, yeah. oh, well, they have Josh Allen, so they're obviously going to figure it out, and they never do. So <laughs> um, week six, let me tell you what I got here. Uh, familiar teams, familiar teams. Um, Cowboys at Chargers. Okay. Um, it's going to be the Kellen Moore revenge game where the Kellen Moore is going to have some fun stuff dialed up against his former team. 
that they scapegoated for their downfall last year. And um, I think that's just going to be a, a fun game to watch with Cowboys and Chargers. Yes. Yes, that was in my number two slot. I went with Philadelphia versus the Jets. Aaron Rodgers, primetime TV. He almost, I think this goes unnoticed. He broke his rib last year in the Sunday night game against the the Eagles and Green Bay still almost beat them with Jordan Love. So Aaron Rodgers plays really good against the best opponents. I think this is going to be a fantastic one, but that Cowboy Chargers game is going to be great too. All righty. What you got for where we at? Week Week seven. seven. Week seven. I've got, I've got my first divisional game. I've got Chargers versus Chiefs. They they didn't give us a Herbert versus Mahomes in prime time at all this year, which is crazy because those are the two, some of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Happen to be in the be, in in the same division, play twice a year. It was electric. It was the best Thursday night football game on last year. It was week the first Thursday night football game that's technically Thursday night football, and it was the best one. And we're getting it week seven. I think that's the, it's going to be the best game. I love watching Herbert Mahomes duke it out. I agree. I have that. I have that game as well. It's always some like miraculous Travis Kelsey touchdown to to win the game in the fourth quarter. Um, and so I freaking love. It. I sweat it out all game, and then and then Kels um, puts the team on its back and, and delivers. So I got that. I think Dolphins at Eagles uh, will be a fun one as well. Um, but yes. the fact that Chargers and Chiefs is going to be that division, that divisional game, they get my number one spot. Yeah. Um, week eight tier, I've got Bengals at 49ers. Um, when the top of each conference goes at it, it's, it's a must watch. And this is, you know, especially, you know, this is either however you figure it out at this, especially at this point in the season, it's either going to be, you know, one seed versus one seed, two v versus two seed, one B two, two V one, something like that. So it's going to be the, the, the Bengals or the 49ers at this point in week eight will either be you know, the, the top of the, of the conference or the second of the conference. So it's, it's definitely going to be a preview of, of a possible Super Bowl matchup. And, um, as it's good, that's going to be must watch TV. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I had. I haven't, I didn't even have a close second. I second was the Vikings at, at Packers because that's always good, you know, a good, you know, divisional game, but I might have that a little higher on my list than most people, but, uh, yeah, it's obviously Bengals 49ers that, Two of two of the best teams. Burrow has to, you know, trying to duke it out against one of the best defenses in football. Period. So, good game. On it, yeah. And then we've got Week Nine. Now, when we talked about Week Three being the worst week, I have penciled Week Nine as it might be the best week uh, of football. There were a lot of different matchups here that I really liked and could have picked. There's. Um, what was your matchup here? I went with the more of a personal matchup, but I went with Dolphins versus Chiefs. I know it being in Germany kind of ruins that from Sunday night football, you know, if it was in the prime time, but those are two teams that have actual Super Bowl hopes. I don't know what Dolphins they, they they have them. I don't know if it's realistic, but they have them. And it's Tyree Kill going against his former team for the first time. Anytime you have a superstar player at any position, leave a team and come back, even if that team's bad, it's a much watched game let alone if that team's just won the Super Bowl and then your team you're on is hoping for one this year. So that's that's going to be a dynamic game. It almost fell out because that stinking time slot and that Germany effect on it, but I, I couldn't move it from my favorite game this week. I mean, yeah, it's I mean you got that game, you've got Bills and Bengals, you got Eagles, Cowboys, mm-hmm. you got Seahawks, Ravens. 
Um, I went with a Monday night game, which is the Chargers at Jets. That was my second. Um, I think that's going to be a fun game to watch. Um, I, I, the Chiefs and Dolphins for me, if that game was playing in Arrowhead like it should be, hundred percent. The Tyreek Hill return, you know, it's a Kansas City Arrowhead, but the fact that it's in Germany there, it just, I mean, obviously I'm going I'm to watch it. I'm a you know Chiefs fan, so I'm going to watch it. So all, I guess you know all Chiefs games are must watch technically for me. I could just pencil all the yeah. Chiefs games in really. Um, but I think here what I had to pick was the Chargers at Jets just because that's going to be um, that Monday night game, and uh, I just the primetime game is going to is going to get it there for me um, for that matchup with Chargers at Jets. Yeah, that was my number two with with the uh, Cowboys Eagles close number three. That late Cowboys Eagles game that we had late in the season last year that was one of the best football games I've ever watched. I think it was what Christmas Eve game coming back from the Christmas from uh, Kansas City watching that nuts. So that's always fun to watch. But I just I like that personal connection with Tyreek coming back. So that's why it won for me. Week ten now, huh? Week ten, yeah. I've got um. Uh, I mean, you could go – my close second was 49ers and Jags. I think that will be a fun game. But I went just because I think this would be – it's going to be a fun game to watch. Just strictly fun is Panthers at Bears. Um, I didn't really like any other matchup here um, besides the 49ers and Jags. But I think that one might be a little bit more lopsided against the 49ers. I, just, I don't think the Jags match up that well with the defense like the 49ers have. Um, so I went with the game. I think it's going to be like a fun high scoring game with Panthers and bears. Yeah. Yep. I, I, that, that, that will be fun. Justin Fields versus Bryce young, two of the up and coming, you know, quarterbacks, in the NFC are going to take over here pretty soon. Hopefully I, I went with the traditional, I went 49ers Jags. I have this pencil in as the nine as the, the Niners first loss. I think Jacksonville is ready to show the world that they are no longer laughing stock. They had two back-to-back first overall picks and, you know, had Urban Meyer scandal. I think we're far enough away from that for them to say that, hey, we're a football team ready to win. And I think beating the best defense in football will do that. So I, th- I think that's going to be a, a dynamic game. That'll be a fun one to watch for sure. What do you got for me here? Week 11. Week 11, I think this is probably the second easiest pick on the schedule. It's the Super Bowl matchup. Monday night, both teams coming off a bye. It's going to be rocking an arrowhead, right? there. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs, after their bye week, do something about the Super Bowl, right? If they, they you know, have a short video, right, honoring the Super Bowl after that, just to get into the Eagles' heads. I mean, this is going to be dynamic on primetime anyway. I think it's Monday night game, right? Mm-hmm. So just crazy. You know, it's sit down, get your, you know, f- get your plate of food and don't move for four hours. So electric. Nope. I, I agree. I'm going to be, I'm going to be tailgating uh, all day. I'm going to wake up. Yes. And I'm going to be tailgating for it because it's going to be a freaking fun matchup. I think both those teams match up super well against each other. And it's going to be one of those things like we saw last, last year, right? Whatever team has the ball last is probably going to win. Um, and so definitely must watch, especially just because not only because it was just the most recent Super Bowl, but it's because both the teams are pretty much the same, right? Yeah. It'd be different if, you know, they had, you know, the quarterback had left, was traded or retired or something like that. But, um, it's the same, it's just pretty much the same team. So we're going to get most likely the same matchup there. So, um, definitely super excited for that one. Um, week 12, 
let's see here. Oh, this is the game I have. So this is the game I, I'm super excited to watch. It's going to be the 49ers at Seahawks. That's going to be okay. the last Thanksgiving game. So we're going to end Thanksgiving full of stuffing and turkey and mashed potatoes. And we're going to watch the 49ers and Seahawks. That's my best matchup there for week 12. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a close second for me. I think I am most excited for this Black Friday game, the Dolphins at Jets. I think that could be for the division. I think those are the two best teams in the division. Sorry, Buffalo. We've talked about how kind of down on Buffalo this year. I think that has huge implications. And uh, the reason I picked that one is I think those teams match up better. I still don't, you know, the 49ers kind of wiped the Seattle Seahawks each time they played last year. I think it kind of happens again. Seattle's good, but they're not to the quality of putting up with 49ers yet. So I went with Dolphins at Jets for our first Amazon Black Friday game. Dun, dun, dun. I like it. No, I like it. I agree with that. Um, what you got for week 13? I got a revenge game for the 49ers against the Philadelphia Eagles. They kind of got the, the – they drew the bad straws, some would say, with that quarterback. I am 100% under the belief if the quarterback would have stayed healthy, the Niners were going to the Super Bowl. We would have got Kansas City. Niners there, they they drew the, the, the thin straw with the quarterback injuries, freak injuries, you know. So uh, I think this is going to be an electric game. And I think the Niners, you know, they didn't handle that loss very well, right? Debo went out and said all these things about – James Bradbury, which turned out to be true, right? James Bradbury is not the person we, you know, he was hailed to be by the media, which is most of the time the case. But uh, there's going to be a lot of hatred at that game, right? Nick Bosa is going to go crazy. Jalen Hurts is going to have to play on the, on his top game. I think that's just going to be one of the best games of the season. I'm with you 100%. That's going to be one you already know the 49ers have circled. And it's not even going to matter what – the 49ers could be winless up to that point. They're going to go out there and just dominate the Eagles. I, I'm of the yes. same the same belief that the 49ers win that game, 100. percent And we wouldn't we wouldn't have been shocked at what the Chiefs did to the Eagles defense if the 49ers would have been healthy. Yes. That was the big. I mean, the the Eagles defense was the biggest fraud last season. It's because they went up against crappy quarterbacks oh. and they got that break there for the 49ers that could have exposed them. And obviously Mahomes and Andy Reid had to expose them in the Super Bowl. So yeah. um, I, I'm, I'm with you. That rematch of the NFC Championship game is, is, is going to be a fun one to watch. And hopefully 49ers are at full capacity. Yes. You know, both teams, right? Yes. But at least the 49ers have their quarterback there. So we can kind of put that to bed. Um, yeah. Week 14, I've got two words for you. 13 seconds. It's yes. going to be Bills at Chiefs. Um, yes. Those are always those are always good games. That divisional game will probably go down if, if, as one of the best games in NFL history. Yes. Um, the the back and forth there, and then that comeback with 13 seconds. And so each each matchup is is not to that extreme, but it's always a close matchup there, and it's a fun one. This will definitely have playoff implications here in Week 14. So. Definitely have to definitely have to watch that one for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I had that circled. It, when when you have two of the consensus best quarterbacks in the NFL playing a game against each other, you, you what are you watching? Like it, it, the the NFL makes it easy for us when they pit those best quarterbacks against each other. So that's what I've got here. I like it. And then week fifteen, what you got? I've got Ravens at Jaguars. I'm picking the Jaguars a lot. Like I said, I might be completely off base, 
But uh, last year, that game was electric. The Jaguars came back. I think they were down like 20 points in the fourth quarter or something crazy like that. Maybe not fact check me on that, but they were down and they came back with an amazing catch by Evan Ingram in the back of the end zone. It was one of the best games I'd watched all year, and I expect nothing last week 16. Yeah, that was my um, that was my close second. The one I put above that is going to be Cowboys at Bills, um, and I think those two teams just match up well against each other. So that's going to be a tough battle. Um, but um, Chargers at Bills. That's week sixteen. Um, week fifteen. Cowboys at Bills. We're oh yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. Week fifteen. I was wrong one. Yep. Yep. No, you're right. We're on week 15, right? That's okay. Yep, yep, yep. yep. So Cowboys and Bills. But we'll go ahead and go to week 16. I'll give you my week 16 matchup since we're so eager. Um, (laughs) And I've got uh, Ravens at 49ers. Okay. Um, I like that matchup a lot. Um, You know, hopefully Lamar is healthy at that point. Hopefully the 49ers are healthy at that point. Um, But I think that's going to be a fun matchup. And that's, you know, Super Bowl rematch we had for a couple years ago. Um, But, um, Two totally different looking teams now, but um, I think that's just a fun matchup. Two di- very different style of teams going up against each other. Um, my close second was Bills and Chargers, but uh, I just like the Ravens and 49ers matchup. I think that's I think that's a fun one. Yeah, that's what I had. That's what got me confused. I seen the Ravens on my paper twice. Ravens, 49ers, two of the better rushing teams. I know that the Ravens fans are going to tell me that they got what Todd Monaghan as he came in from Georgia to to turn their team into a passing. You know, they're going to be a passing team. No, you're not. You got Lamar as your quarterback. You're running the ball. You might pass it a little bit more, but you're running the ball. So suck it up and become one of the best running teams in the NFL. I don't know. He came out in a in his press conference today and said that there's a lot of downfield throwing. So Yeah, yeah. We can't wait to see that. So we'll see what happens. Um, week 17, what you got, Chase? This is an easy one again. Two of the best quarterbacks playing this game. Burrowhead, right? Burrowhead. Give me Bengals against the Chiefs. Yep, same. This is um, this is the biggest. I would say this is probably the biggest rivalry um, in all of football as of right now. And I just I don't know if you, I don't know if you could argue another another rivalry right now. Just to the fact that these teams, not only do they have they played each other every year in the regular season, but it's been the past two AFC Championship games. So, uh, you, I mean, you just you can't get anything better than like maybe the 49ers and Eagles are becoming another another fair. rivalry there. Um, but until they play, yeah, uh, yeah, until they play multiple times in the NFC Championship game, I don't think you can compare it here to the Bengals and Chiefs. So, you know, as of right now, you could pretty much pencil in the Arrowhead Invitational where the Bengals come to visit. And as of right now, it's one and one, right? So this is yeah. going to be, you know, week 17, the biggest game of the year, because this is going to have the ultimate, ultimate playoff implications here. It's going to be one team taking the step above, yes. and it's going to be one team losing out on that number one seed. So I think that the winner of this game is going to get the number one seed. And so it's it's, it's going to be it's going to be a good one. Yeah, yeah. This is our generation, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Right. The, the two quarterbacks fighting it out, duking it out. This is our generations. And I'm here for it. Right. I, you couldn't ask for two better quarterbacks to do it with. That brings us to lonely number week 18. 
So week 18 is a very, very rough week to predict the best matchup because it's divisional games that the best matchup is going to be the team that needs the win to win their division or get in the playoffs, right? Do this last year. No one's going to say that the Packers Lions is going to be for the play the last playoff spot available. So I put I just picked based off the knowledge we have here today. I just picked the best matchup that I want to watch that we haven't highlighted yet. And I'm going not neither. I don't expect neither one of these be in the playoffs, but I'm going Texans Colts because you get that the Texans and Colts. I think they'll be picking right up there with in the draft. Well, Texans won't be the Cardinals will be for their pick, but you get CJ Stroud versus Anthony Richardson week 18. It's going to get buried because neither one of them going to be in the playoffs. But I mean, there's, there's plenty of them that, that could matter here. You know, uh, Cowboys commanders could be a good game. Chiefs chargers, but I just wanted to pick something different as of the knowledge we have today. No, I like that. I like that you went different. Um, Because definitely, you know, week 18 are all divisional matchups. So it's going to be, you know, do or die for a couple teams here. So, you know, with all these games being divisional, I think the toughest division is the AFC East. And so I think this matchup here is going to decide a lot. It's going to be a difference with the playoff spot on the line or not, or seeding, because I think three teams from the AFC East have a legit shot at making the playoffs. Making playoffs. And so to me, it's going to be Bills at Miami. Yeah. Um, The AFC East is the toughest division. And so with the Bills and Miami going at it to here, I think it's obviously, you know, it'll solidify division standings, which solidify the playoff standings. And so, the either one of those teams is going to absolutely need to win this game. It's going to be a must win. And so everything's going to be on the line there. And so that's why I think that's going to be, um, be the best matchup there in week 18. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. That's, that's going to be a good matchup, whether it's playoffs or, you know, whether both of them are already clinched, no matter what those two teams play each other really well. And that one's in Miami, right? The bills, it is. You know, everyone, yeah. everyone struggles to play in Miami. Apparently it's, I heard former some players, some actual players right now. I can't remember as this to a podcast. But they said that's one one of their top five hardest places to play in Miami because of the sunshade. And so, gonna be a good one. Gonna be a good season, man. It'll be a good season. Well, there you have it. Those are our best matchups week by week. So let us know there in the comments your favorite matchups week by week. Love to hear that there. But either way, either way, it's gonna be good football, right? It's gonna be good football. Um, unless you're watching a Thursday night game and then maybe it won't be, but these <laughs> matchups, if you watch these matchups as of right now, right. As of right now here yes. in late May, these are going to be the, be the best matchups. So make sure you circle these on your calendar. Time will tell if they stay that way. Um, but definitely go ahead and mark those and keep your eye on them. And so we'll move on here. We're going to close out the show today talking about the holiday game. So we've got two holidays now that are being devoted to football. Obviously we have the Thanksgiving, um, a yearly tradition, which makes Thanksgiving the best holiday. And now they're starting to do it more on Christmas. So we've got three games on Thanksgiving and three games on Christmas. So let's go ahead and break down the Thanksgiving games here. So we've got the Packers versus Lions. We've got Commanders versus Cowboys. And then we've got the 49ers versus Seahawks. Chase, what are your thoughts here for the Thanksgiving slate? Yeah, yeah. I, I think this is one of the better Thanksgiving slates that we've gotten in the past couple of years. You know, no one wanted to watch the Patriots play the Vikings last year. Like, what the heck was that? Detroit and Dallas get it every year, which I love, honestly. You know, to take that history and just just run with it, keep it going. Dallas playing Washington is who they started playing, you know, uh, when they were the Redskins. You know, there's 
you know, America's Thanksgiving Cowboys versus Indians, you know, they were the Redskins. That was, that was fun. So bring that mat- matchup back on Thanksgiving is awesome. I love Green Bay playing on Thanksgiving. The only problem is if Detroit somehow beats us, that might ruin the rest of the meal for me being that early window. And then you give us a divisional game that might matter, right? This we've been talking, I think we've talked about the, this 49ers versus Seattle games, the last two episodes, Seattle's on the up and up. They had an amazing draft. 49ers didn't really have the best draft drafted a kicker in the third round for some reason, but didn't need a good draft. They have a, a, a dynamic pieces on their team. You can't ask for much more for Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, I think this is a, pretty much a great um thanksgiving slate there i'm always allowing the chiefs don't play on thanksgiving because thanksgiving is my favorite holiday so i would hate to have them lose because that would just ruin the entire day for me so definitely glad they're not on thanksgiving i'm fine with them playing on christmas i don't care about christmas as much as they care about thanksgiving so um we'll get to that but i like the packers versus lions that's gonna be a fun matchup i'm not too crazy about the commanders and cowboys like i get the history and that's cool but the commanders suck and yeah. so um, I, I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't think that that game is going to be very good, unfortunately. Um, but that's why we have the four Niners and Seahawks there to cap it off, which I, yeah. I'm excited about when we've talked about some of my favorite matchups, um, not even just episode this past episode, like you said, is it's, it's this matchup. I'm, I'm very high on this matchup. I think it's going to be fun to watch. So I think it's overall, it's a fantastic Thanksgiving slate and that commanders and Cowboys one in that mid range is going to be perfect there. If you need to take a nap a little bit to recover and wake up and be alert for that that last game there. So game. Uh, pretty good, pretty solid Thanksgiving slate um, for sure, for sure. I, I actually really, I really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And now we've right. got the Christmas Day slate where now we've got three games. We've got Raiders versus Chiefs, Giants versus Eagles, and Ravens versus 49ers. What are your thoughts here for Christmas Day? Okay, I love the Vegas, the Vegas versus Kansas City. Maybe you guys can do what is it? The reindeer personnel, the snow globe personnel. What would what would Andy Reid call snow that? Snow globe. We got snow, snow globe, globe personnel. Baby. Yes, yes. Bring out, bring you know Andy Reid. He and he we brought it out caller. against the Raiders. Yes, so. yes. So do it again. You know, have another one. Get Frosty the Snowman, or you know, I don't even know uh, something snow snowflake, something like that. Get get some fancy stuff on Christmas, guys. You know, we I was able to go to the. Uh, the Christmas Eve game in Kansas City last year, and that was awesome. Even though how cold it was, the Chiefs fan turnout no matter what. So it's a blast. I'm sure this one's going to be like no other. Then you got the Giants versus Philly, and that matchup sucks. The Boston Scott owns the New York Giants. Philly owns the New York Giants. Why put that on a prime time? Not prime time, but it's the only game on, so it's it's a fake prime time game, and. Uh, don't give us that. I know. I understand the Giants made the playoffs last year. Philly went to the Super Bowl, but they weren't competitive. They even got blown out in the playoffs. There's there's some other games, but they make up for it with this Baltimore 49ers. I think we both picked it right as our best matchup that week. So that's going to be a fun one. 49ers playing both Thanksgiving and Christmas. I don't know how I missed that the first time I when I did my notes, but Good for them, right? They're they're one of the funnest teams. They got an electric offense. They got one of the best defenses. That head coach, I think, is the best head coach in football. Sorry, Andy, but I I love it. So that's a hot take. <laughs> um, no, I I mean, yeah, I mean, the 49ers fans can either have a really really good holiday season, 
or really, really bad holiday season, yes. depending on how both those games go. Um, but that is wild. I just I didn't notice that either on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, I don't mind the the Raiders and, and Chiefs games. Um, I don't like the fact that it's the that it's the early one. I w- I wish the Chiefs game would have been one of the one of the later ones, just because yeah. still early in the day, you know, we're dealing stuff. You know, we have a Christmas lunch, we mm-hmm. have you know presents and stuff, presents and. and- um, you know, during the day is, is, you know, when we're, when we're together family. So it's harder to, I mean, sneak away and watch a football game there, yeah. even though I'll, I'll still yeah. figure out a way to do it. <laughs> but, um, um, and so I, I wish it would have been, you know, maybe the night game or something to where it's just after Christmas is done and then we're just at home and chilling, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. I think it'll still be, still be good. The giants and Eagles, I, I'm with you. The giants are frauds and the Eagles are going to swamp them. That's going to be a, a bust. Uh, and then Ravens and 49ers, that'll be, that'll be, that'll be the best game for sure. So um, that's going to be a fun one. So it's, it's kind of similar slates, right? Thanksgiving where it's got a good game, bad game, great game. We have a good game, bad game, great game. So with Christmas yes. as well. So I think they did, you know, as, as best, you know, as best they could, I guess. Uh, I don't know if I don't, um, I just, the Giants versus Eagles. Yeah. It's just, it's not a fun game it's, to watch. It is there. And that's the one they put out first, right? That was one of the first schedule leaks that the NFL did. Yeah, they were it was proud like of this matchup. It's like, ooh, like yeah, dude, like guys, come on, guys, sucks. get yeah, yeah. That that wasn't that wasn't it. You're not him, NFL. But so it is. Well, friends, that wraps up this episode here of all things football. Um, we've got some more stuff coming. This is going to be. We're getting into the the part of the season where. <laughs> um, it's going to be a lot of random stuff, right? Yes. Not very focused topics. And so we're going to do our best to still play around and have some fun discussions and, and some debates about different things. So, um, let us know there, like I said, in the comments, make sure if you have already to give us a rating, make sure you, you, um, you like the show and you subscribe, you know, wherever you get your podcasts, we're on Apple, we're on Spotify and other places as well. Check out our YouTube channel as well at all things football. Um, where we post, you know, clips of the video of, of this here. Um, so if you're just um, listening to us on audio, you can see our beautiful faces. Yeah. And Chase's goatee. You didn't know he had oh, a goatee. Yeah. So you got you to hop on YouTube and see it. And it's um, changing. Stash Summer's coming up. Oh, Next week, Stash Summer. summer. Oh, so. next week we're gonna be subject to Chase and, and turn. You know what? Just stay on, stay on audio. Don't you don't. Have to worry about it. Just stay on audio. So uh, save save yourself the trouble. <sighs> but anyway, that's that's it for us today. We'll catch you next time here on All Things Football. On All Things Football.